is really good. <laughs> this YouTube comment, let's make a cartoon out of my fever dream. <laughs> Welcome to E for Everyone. A... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got him. Welcome to E for Everyone, a bite-sized review show for a hungry world. The only show on the internet where people talk about Fat Dog Mendoza. Mendoza! I'm your host, Spencer Sittensip Morris. I'm Christian Hot Takes Butner. And on E for Everyone, we talk about video games that we like, dislike, and everywhere in between. But this week we're discussing Bungie's Destiny 2 Forsaken. First, Christian, what is something that you like right now? What's something I like right now is uh Mendoza <laughs> At the moment, yeah. like immediately it's right now. It's a crazy sweeping a nation. <laughs> In this nation actually. Mendoza's theme. Yes. Um and that's really good. Mendoza. Oh, now you may forget. I was gonna talk about T V shows like Ozark and the new season of South Park. Aaron said Ozark's yeah, good. Yeah. How's Ozark doing? Ozark Ozark is great. Um, it's one of those TV. It's like the slowest burn TV show I've ever like watched, because it'll start out and some like I mean immediately something crazy happens and you're like whoa, what's gonna happen next? And then it's like two or three episodes and then something else like another like a twist comes out of nowhere and it like and you're like gets even crazy and you're like what the crap? What is this? And then, like, two or three episodes, you're just sitting there going, okay, yeah, this is, I mean, it's good, but what, like, you guys haven't even addressed, like, the other two things that happened. Hold on. And then something crazy, like, it it just keeps stacking itself. Like, there's, like, a bunch of twists and crazy turns and everything like yeah. that. Um, it's much like, like, Breaking Bad, where, like, nobody, there's one person in that, um, in that show that I can think of off the top of my head that is, like, likable because he's just genuinely kind and great and that's it and everyone else is kind of well i guess two people right everyone else is kind of just like uh awful people like they all suck every single one of them Uh, um like i i watched some of the first season before i fell off of it not that it was bad i just it's it's an intense show and um, it is very intense yeah and like yeah everyone like at least in um breaking bad like they try to keep it a secret you know what is going on like the, the yeah, titular breaking like, bad every, no 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 everybody not everybody's a jerk look how great they but, are man no. ozark like you guys are all off nobody no, they just dove in. nobody is clean in ozark nope nope there's one person that is 100 percent clean and it's the uh, mendoza and yeah <laughs> no it's the i don't remember his name it's the kid that i think he has down syndrome in but he's in ozark oh okay he's lovable and everybody like treats him really well which is cool like cool somebody like trying to say something everybody's like wait hold on <laughs> wait a second does he work at um, the the bar yeah at the little yes okay okay all right i know that yep well cool well i'm <laughs> yeah, glad it's good yeah um and then oh, should well, i watch the South season of- yeah Yes, the newest that the first episode was incredible. Okay. It's uh it looks like they're going back to like their what's the touchiest subject we can pick and that's what we're gonna talk about. Oh yeah. And so obviously it opened up with um school shootings. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. Like immediately. And the only person like everybody else, like there's a school shooting that happens and like the class just keeps going. And like you can hear gunfire in the background and the class is just sitting Holy there crap. Like, learning math. Yeah, and then they get, uh, Stan gets home, and 
his mom's freaking out, but nobody else in the town cares. And so Randy just thinks she's on her period. <laughs> it's it's really good. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good episode. And this tonight's episode deals with um the like the commercial for it was that the kids are on a camping trip with the priest. So Okay, that feels classic South Park. Yeah, yeah, Am I pulling yeah, you away the, from South Park right now, Christian? No, it comes on at night. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, it, yeah, it's almost nine like, now, so we gotta we gotta move. Well, nine real time. I'm oh, excuse sorry. me, excuse me. Yes. Uh, well, that's it. What are you into? There you go. Um, but you should look into the newest episode or the newest season of South Park. Okay. It's probably like just starting out. It's probably the one of the better. If it keeps up like this, it'll be one of the better episode <laughs> or seasons. Yeah. All right. I I felt like the last one was a little weak, so I'm. I'm ready for... Uh, the last one was a little weak, except for the Christopher Columbus episode. Did you watch that one? Wait, did I miss the whole last season? The last thing I remember is you SpaceX stuff going on. Was that two no, seasons okay, of you? Yes, it was. So, was last season okay then? <laughs> I'll say that. Last, last season was okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess it, I got um, some catching They up quit doing the like a lot of like the story stuff, but there's a Christopher Columbus one okay. that's really great. Alright. I will look for Christopher Columbus. Um, I, I feel like a regular Christian Butner over here. Pizza, pizza, pizza man, pizza, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like it does, it does. Fat dog, <laughs> man. I'm gonna be Spencer Fat Dog Morris, and you can be Christian Mendoza Butner. <laughs> uh. Oh, incredible. All right, anyway. Uh, I feel like a regular Christian buddy over here because my thing this week is that we put an offer in on a house yesterday. <gasps> oh, man. Yes. How big? Um, The biggest house you've ever seen. No, it's it's like, it's normal. It's like, I don't know, 1,400 square inches. Oh. <laughs> 1,400. Oh, you got big boy oh. house. We understand. Oh. We know. No, it's and and there's a yeah. fence going up I hear. Yeah, I pulled a muscle putting that fence up this weekend. So there's already a fence been, in this house. I've been limping. Oh, is there? Yes, but oh, cool, there's cool. going to be a lot of work to be done. So I will not help you. With the I fence. will not escape scotch free. Yeah, Christian, please drive four hours to help me put up a fence. Yes. Is it still in Knoxville, or you guys? Um, it is a little further east. So Morgan is working now at a school and her commute so our commutes right now 15 minutes for me to like where i work and hers is about 50 minutes and that's just one way so she drives a few hours a day now um especially if there's traffic or something because it's interstate the whole way well good thing these episodes are hours long hours there you long, go man. hi morgan you're definitely caught <laughs> up by now she's more likely to Whoa. hear me in the other room than she is to hear me right now i could say i could like i could be uh for all she knows, at about episode 10, you stopped being on this, and my girlfriend started being on it. And it's just me and my girlfriend. Like, hey, it's me and Debbie, and we're here with this uh, spousal That's disrespect podcast. That's strange. I thought it would have... Like, hey, it's me and Mendoza. Ooh. Hey, Man, fellas, is never gonna fellas we're, all, we're all looking for a Mendoza, right? <laughs> We're hey locker room talk. Hey, we all want that Mendoza. Should... <laughs> uh huh. We all locker room talk. We all want that fat dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I not just say that? 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we will find out by five tomorrow if they accept our offer. Um, sweet, so, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, did you like like super undercut what they were asking? Not for? super, but some because I okay. like I kind of briefly mentioned there's there's some work to be done on it. Um, yeah. Like okay, a couple things that we noticed. We like the place a lot. Like it's really good. Um, but the backyard is just rough like it's got like a they try to do some like rock path thing it's just like a bunch of dogs it's just so many fat dogs back there um mendoza and it's just rocks and dirt for the most part there's some grass and so like we're gonna have to clean up the backyard um then they're like okay we're going from like worse to less than that they're like some holes in one of the bathrooms like not bad but like putty it like it would just be something we'd have to do and then the weirdest in the walls in the wall yeah the weirdest okay. and most upsetting thing is that they didn't clean the toilet in the master bathroom to show the house. So, that's just a darty toilet. I don't know. Darty. Dar- uh, just a darty toilet, you know? So, well, we're definitely going to, like, the house was one price, and we were like, we are paying $15,000 less than that because that's that, to- that nasty, poopy toilet. We will not. <laughs> So wait, you you offer you lessened fifteen thousand? Um, no, we did not actually. Okay. But I was just saying, it's like boy. No, 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 we did not. But it's a buyer's market or a seller's market. I do, I do want do to let them know that uh, I will not stand for their crap. Literally. <laughs> right. I will sit down. First. I will sit down. <laughs> no, no, we did not do that because you are correct, and that is that's not even a funny joke. That's just a real thing that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so it does suck. It's not good. Well, we were told. When we were buying ours, our realtor was like, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, what you should do, like, just tell them to pay your closing cost and then just pay the price they're asking. And so that's what we did. Okay. That's, that's what I'm hoping we won't have to get to because we're, we're basically doing – this is getting like mind-numbingly boring, I'm sure. But um, we're, we're doing like half closing costs and then a little under what they're asking was because it's like you don't oh, okay. start that's at fine, asking yeah. usually – and but right. we're we're in the same boat as you that if we have to go to asking you know it it's fine. Um, anyway, sorry, Jenna. Jenna is now looking at me. She just mouthed like, "Are you buying a house?" Yes. And then I nodded, and then she like capital D smiley faced and went. Um, it is not well, and that's the thing. Like, no, they just put an offer out. Why don't why don't you just say congratulate? Just say it. they're going to school still. <laughs> That's what I was I was gonna just say. Talk so I don't sound like I'm crazy. <laughs> thank you, Jenna. Did you hear all of that? She said congratulations, Spencer. Yay! Don't put that in there. Put that in there. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm putting it in there. Ugh. Hello, Jenna. <laughs> Allow me to put. That. All right, I'm done. No, stop! Uh, I'm gonna get that text tomorrow. <laughs> Jenna, I've muted Christian. He can no longer hear me. I'm putting that in there. My mom is caught up on this show, so I'm done with that. <laughs> Speaking of which, and how I can actually like make Hold this on. nosedive into something funny. I thought you were going to go. Jenna, I've muted Christian, so you only you can hear me. Mendoza! Mendoza. <laughs> yep. Yay! <laughs> uh, <laughs> bad right. dog. Um, but no, I was talking to my mom about it. She was like... <laughs> this joke is never going to get bad. <laughs>
uh, my mom was like, okay, so what's it like? And I was like, well, it's, it's, you know, a nice size. It's actually pretty similar to your house, but it's got four bedrooms. She was like, oh, I can have a room and Midas can have a room. And I'm like, whoa, what are you? And, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But then, then she said, but no, how many kids are you guys planning on having? And I was, I almost ha- hung up and I love your mother. And so you, you clearly know, because you talked to me <laughs> that this is definitely not a for everything. This is a, if we're going to be living here anyway, we might as well be like putting our money into something yeah. instead of just throwing it and, somewhere. <laughs> so and the kids and the kids are definitely not a forever thing. They're just going to be around for a little. They bit. are in the grand scheme of things. I'm thinking they're like some exit points on the interstate of childhood, where it's like, yeah, you lose them at 18, you know. But I bet, like, what if you lost them? What if you lost them sooner? And, like, I mean, literally lost them. Like, you know, like, you're supposed to check, like, okay, wallet, keys, you know, watch. Child? Like, maybe they're just in Walmart one day. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, there was a, like, legit, like, news thing that was talking about how, to, like, top ten tips to Lo- not leave your child in the car. <laughs> number one. Love them. Leave, no, number one, leave something important in the back seat <laughs> so you'll remember them. Like, no. What? <laughs> Yep. Leave something that yep. isn't the bane of your existence in the back seat. <laughs> Leave something that doesn't just scream at you that they want ice cream all day long. All right, we should probably like actually talk about this. Uh, like Thirty minutes in, Christian. Destiny Two Forsaken. Let's, now we got to speed through this. I told Jenna. I mean, I feel like episode. we will to a certain extent because this is podcast number four or so about Destiny Two. Um, yeah. So I, I wrote down a couple questions that I feel like we are okay. at, at this point, especially equipped to answer because Destiny Two has been out for a, I guess about a solid month now. Um, <laughs> I am super equipped to answer that. I def- definitely I know Spider Man for like two. I was gonna say I know you've definitely played a lot. What, what's your light level right now? I'm curious. Five twenty something. Okay, so that's like that's not nothing. You've beaten the campaign. You've done some stuff. So well, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um. So Destiny Two Forsaken is the, in the style of Destiny One, this year's expansion to Destiny. So this year's, hey, we realize we screwed up. Love us again for a few months and then hate us. For again, sure that see. I'm hoping not the last part so much, but for sure the first part. Um. It, it is a, a reaction to, <laughs> and hopefully elaboration on the complaints of the community, especially in year one, because like, like we have talked about before, destiny one started out at nothing, but the nothing that was there was kind of fun. Destiny two started really flashy. And then after about, and this is going to sound dumb, like 20 to 40 hours, which that's a whole lot of video game. After that, say 20 to 40 hours. I would, but, um, after a week or so of solid playing, then it's like Eh. it, it tapers, which in any other game wouldn't be a huge issue, but this is an MMO-like game. And so it very much was. And then they spent about a year kind of floundering until about May when they took some steps in the right direction instead of just doing nothing. Um, and so Forsaken is their first like consistent step, or, or not consistent, like their largest significant step in a while. Um, and so... Uh, and wait until January when everybody hates it again because there's nothing to do. Well, if it's January, if it makes it to January, then that's impressive. Um, so uh, there are a couple reasons why I don't think it'll get that bad at least. There are some frustrations, but I don't think it'll get Destiny 2 Year 1 bad. Um, so we talked about kind of what it is. Like It is 
a um a chunk of story for just like anyone that wants to hop in like let's say you're not a destiny 2 person necessarily like you're not like most of us are playing very consistently and you just want a classic action adventure really good feeling shooter story like it's there it's a you know good length really good feeling shooter not really good feeling story oh you, you weren't a fan no, I thought it was one not, of the better no. stories in Destiny 2, at least. Like, it's... I think yeah, they did the writing job. is still poor. But anyway. It's it's simple. I don't know if... I don't think anything, like, misses, like, some of the stuff in previous things. Like, it's... No. Except, like, the entire motivation relies on you actually caring about this character that they kind of set up with you having a better relationship than the game has shown. But okay. Anyway. Yeah, well, <clears throat> and, and it's very much a... Uh, it isn't so much about your character as much as it is about you caring about Cade. Like I know you're a you're a Cade fan. I'm just a Nathan Fillion fan. But that game, but like this DLC didn't make me care about Cade anymore. It honestly kind of made me care less about it. Well, because it's not him anymore. It's Nathan yeah, Drake. It's <laughs> but um, yeah. So the the big like motivating factor is that one of the well, if not the fan favorite character is killed in Cold Blood by someone who is the big bad the fan hated character i guess yeah the the he was introduced in destiny one and disappeared character yeah yeah the hey we need a lot of the other characters hey remember the stranger uh no but he's a bray so that's cool or she's a bray you know what she's a robot she can do her thing um yeah so it's it's like it's supposed to be a western-esque revenge story um, and it is, I, I think it, I wouldn't even say it necessarily like super succeeds at that. It, it manages it well. Like it, it's totally yeah, a I mean, clear it thing. Yeah, I mean, it makes the Western, yeah, but it doesn't. But it's, it's short lived, but that's kind of the way that all of their campaigns are. Like they don't make yeah. those for replayability. They make it to introduce you to like what the body of that game is. And that to me feels good right now in a way that Destiny 2 hasn't felt before. So yeah, the game really but opens up could, to me when you get to the Dreaming City. Yeah, but they could like introduce this stuff and tell a good story as well. They could absolutely, yeah, yeah. Definitely not yeah. to excuse see, them. See, here's my all right. So my biggest problem, and this has been a problem with Destiny Two as well. Um, all right, creative writing one oh one, one oh one, right? One hundred one. If you're trying to connect with somebody and make somebody care about something more, you don't assume a, like, you don't try to make a broad sweeping motion. Like, if you're trying to talk about a breakup, you don't talk about they in a, like, in a a poem. You don't say, they broke up with me, blah, blah, blah. You say, she broke up with me. He broke up with me. Because even though I've never dated a dude... I can connect to he better than I can connect to they. Because they is a more broad... You're attempting to actually connect with more people, but in a sense you're taking them out of it. Um, So making making the main character not have a voice over and over again and making other people talk for you takes you out of it because now I feel like I'm doing this for other people and not necessarily... Sure, De- Destiny 2, especially with its... Well, like, year one in general oh, yeah. was played with that pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And Destiny, and Forsaken even, like, people are telling me what I was doing and not yeah. letting me, you know, like, telling me how I felt. Sure, 
Sure. I mean, they, you know? they mitigate that, but they don't solve it still. Like it's, well, yeah. But then the fanatics whole thing is you want, Oh my gosh. Him. Yeah. That you was liked killing. That was kind of like, weird. It's like, you don't know what? me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Or like when the ghost is like, Hey, you shouldn't be doing this for revenge. Like what? Like, I just want loot. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the reasons this is kind of a tangent, but I think that's one of the reasons that borderlands works so well. Because they established some pretty like finely tuned characters, especially in like two mm-hmm. onward. And they didn't really, yeah, they didn't really speak. Well, at least in one and two, they your characters don't speak, and they, they don't, don't speak for them either. Really, like like you're right, yeah, you're pushed you're onward by other people, and like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like there's some dopey elements to it, which they have at least in this DLC implemented a little bit in destiny 2 not near the level of borderlands but anyway i'll get to that when we talk about like the wish wall and and the raid and stuff but um yeah there's definitely a lot of your guardian has a voice for the first time um but it isn't it doesn't yeah it's it feels like such a weird bone to throw because like one of the biggest complaints in destiny 2 so far was that your guardian can't speak which is not a big issue in a video game, except that in Destiny One, your guardian spoke multiple different times, like throughout. Uh-huh. Like it, and it kind of gave your like guardian like a a little bit of a personality. Sure, yeah, like they um, were. It it was almost like a back and forth between Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. and your character. Whereas it and, with the way the character was written, the ghost, your like sidekick, like robot character, it, he's super obnoxious in Destiny Two. Like, what if he just made one-liners over and over again and there you go (laughs) i'm sneezing sorry i see yeah also um i don't know it's weird so here's an idea bungie if you're i know you're listening um here's an idea so instead of just not giving your guardian a voice because you are afraid of disconnecting someone because that's not how they would have done it and that's not how their guardian would have done it let us choose four or five options at the beginning you got the jokester. You got the serious one. You got the other kind of serious one, but in a different way. I don't know all like different personalities that you choose, and from then on, your guardian reacts that way. So they have different voice lines recorded for it. it that way, you get something. It kind of it shows me that that clearly isn't what their emphasis is which is a bummer like because that's you know you me aaron like our group we really enjoy rpgs like we enjoy mm-hmm. you know playing D and playing like deeper rpg games like dragon age and stuff like that where you really flesh out a character and mm-hmm. for well i would say for better or for worse but for worse destiny isn't about that like it is about the all. grind min maxing playing an mmo except it's not an mmo like it is about that and so that's why the story beats and that sort of thing and this isn't an excuse it's an explanation that that's why they fall flat because they aren't given the time they need like you know it's telling that they haven't updated the character creator that was released in 2014 like yeah they don't they don't care no and when it comes down to it it's not about you even though they try to make the story reach everybody it's not about you caring about no the no it's so about much. the world which and they they are at least elaborating on that like some of the stuff once you get into the game proper and dreamy city on is pretty interesting i think so there's some cool parts but yeah like i don't know as somebody that likes to <laughs> that does writing things it irks like that story like this 
Me so sure. Much. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I've always spoken about how I like smaller stories. Like, I would rather <laughs> the personal, you know, one-on-one story be more interesting than the lore. Like, I like lore; it's cool and it informs your smaller stories. But if your, you know, personal story isn't that interesting, then what's the point of your rich lore? Right. So I, like, I don't what know. What if you had like an entire like two, three, four missions? before Cade dies that you like are actually building that partnership up that he talks about like you guys are getting closer and then killing him you know don't just yeah. throw me in there and go hey here we go but whatever anyway what are your other questions um <laughs> uh, well we've kind of spoken to it a little bit like how do you feel about forsaken um do you think it is at least and and we split it up a little bit i guess there's the main campaign and then the post stuff and so i would personally be tempted to say like the main campaign stuff is fine. Like it's like a six out of ten. Like it's fine, but the post game stuff I think is really good. Like how how do you feel about Forsaken? Uh, Forsaken is fine. Uh, it's just you know it's a great. Eventually there'll be by the time that Destiny three comes out, it will be as good as Destiny one year three. So <laughs> there we go. I'm hoping That's my, like they're doing great things, but it's when you think about it, like it's still kind of like. You're doing all this stuff, but it, like, you had this in Destiny One. Uh, uh, some of it, like it, it's it's rhyming with Destiny One in a weird way, which yeah. is at, yeah. A lot of the stuff from this one excites me because, like, we've gotten the most in depth raid we've gotten before. Like I mentioned, the Wish Wall. I haven't seen the raid. Like how, and, and I haven't played the raid yet myself. I've just watched some of it, and like they've introduced consumables that you can use within the raid, and um they've introduced like the wish wall at the beginning of it that I, I know you've seen that where you can like activate modifiers that affect it and like warp to certain spots in it and it, yeah. it's it's very much like a continuation of what they were trying to do with the first raid in destiny one which was maybe the only awesome part of year one of destiny but um yeah. and the thing that excites me is someone that like has bought into destiny 2 <laughs> i guess long term is this annual pass stuff I hope it delivers in a way that is meaningful. Like, I, you know... It's and is so, it just like, here's a sparrow? Yeah, if it is that, that'll be a bummer. But it seems like it's going to be thematic. Like, we're getting stuff that fleshes out the universe. And it seems like it's not going to be any bigger than your, you know, the small DLCs that we expected to be more meaningful in Destiny 1. Like, it seems like they're open-faced saying, hey, it's going to be similar to that. You're going to get, you know, gear and some small content and, like, a raid layer or something like that. But yeah. it is mm -hmm. it is something that, I guess it's their new monetization scheme, if you will, but it's allowing people that care about that world to have something other than just, you know, okay, I'm hoping that you fix your game. Because that was the thing that people were excited about in year one of Destiny 2. I hope they fix this. <laughs> like, yep. Which was sad. And then they like, hey, they, they finally fixed the weapons by letting us have snipers and shotguns not in, and fusion rifles not in the heavy slot. Wow. And, like, people praise that, and I'm just like... No, oh. I, d I don't... <clears throat> I'm definitely not... Sad. Like, we, we haven't even mentioned that so far, because it's not... I guess it's meaningful I, if you're playing the game on a daily basis, but that's not something you would, like... Hey, Mom, no. this video game's really cool. Do you know that now you can... Like, no, it's... <laughs> you can't tell a layman or whatever about that and it mean anything. Yeah. And so that doesn't interest me in the same way that, like, 
hey, this cool raid experience that I had was really awesome. Hey, this new game type Gambit is super cool. Hey, the Halloween event is back and it's coming out and we're going to see what that's about. You know, it's like that sort of stuff interests me and fleshes out the world. Which, like, mm-hmm. similarly, that the stuff that they did with the UI, although it slowed it down to the pace of, like, yeah, molasses in mid-December, now. it's... They added a book of in-game lore, which again, this is like basic mm-hmm. RPG stuff that everything has, but it's it's finally there. And then Wait, they added you collection. Mean it wasn't and, you had to go on the internet to read the lore, right? No game has ever done that before. Definitely not games that were like on floppy disks. Oh gosh. Anyway, it is there now, and they're taking steps to <laughs> flesh it out. And and I, I'll come back to the same thing that I always come back to, like. If Destiny didn't feel better than any game I've ever played, then I don't think, and I I, I won't give it a pass, but I don't think I would give it the time that I give it. Because, like, my last week of playing Destiny has been playing Gambit, because I really like Gambit. Gambit is a very cool And I'm at a place in Gambit, and we can talk about that in a sec, but I'm at a place in Gambit where if I lose a match, I do not get anything. Which is fine, like, you know, you're having fun, whatever. But I don't progress. And in a game that's literally just about progression and getting stuff, if you spend 20 minutes doing something and then you get nothing from it, that's, like, disheartening. And if I was doing that in a game that didn't feel good to play, I would turn off the game and go to bed. (laughs) But it still feels great. Like, moving through that space, shooting, you know, everything just feels awesome. Now, what if you and... uh your buddy because you're just helping him play to tr- so he can get his uh luna's how we're, we're playing competitive you're playing competitive and you both do really well but your teammates are so bad that there's nothing you can do about it. i would say you can should consider inviting your other buddy to help you get luna's how <laughs> okay well what other buddy can play as good as me and david mm. Uh, mm. Uh. No, Jordan. But I have gotten very, very good with the sniper. Heck yeah. So Not the sleeper? That, no, I don't have the sleeper. Or I probably would I would use the sleeper if I had it. It's cool. But well the sleeper's cool, but there's like if you're playing a game where one life and you're <clears> out, if you can get um colony <laughs> and just oh there's a guy at that direction. And then just run the other way. Um, Colony's very good. Twice. Yeah, and just kill somebody. It's great. But Yeah, and then but what if you lose if you lose, you don't progress, you actually degress. Yeah, that's not good. No, it, oh god. That's why horrible. like but, four I mean, people have Luna's Hell. Yeah, it makes well, I see them all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen just like a few posts about it and that's it, but That's how I feel about people that are high end in gambit. Just well just play um competitive or not competitive just play uh like if you play more crucible more like it's ridiculous like how many people actually have it yeah but um going off of go ahead no that's it that's all i had to say um going off of the like iterating thing like the annual pass i will say that's one of the reasons that the dreaming city has really impressed me and why this has felt interesting so far so the way destiny works and the way most mmos are going to work is the activities that give you the best stuff once you do it for the week it's exhausted like you can't do that again and so Mm -hmm. each tuesday it resets and you can do those things again normally it's just okay you can do the same stuff again maybe you know 
same type of activity or activity, but in something else. Well, through the first few weeks, four weeks of Destiny 2 Forsaken, each week has changed the main, I guess, play area at post game for Forsaken right. pretty significantly mm-hmm. and given like different yeah. things to do, a new mission. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, at a certain point, the raid, which the completion of that raid also changed the world and activated this slow change over time. And so it's like this is the first week with uh, yesterday being the reset. This is the first week where there isn't some like jarringly new thing going on. And that's pretty cool. Like this time in Destiny 2 Vanilla's lifetime, people were already like, okay. What do we do no. now? <laughs> yeah. And so and it's already I'm doing gonna, better uh, than that. And by making simple changes and that yeah. take a lot of effort, but it's clear what they need to be doing. And I, I just hope yeah. that they capitalize on that and that the annual pass is a continuation of that. So Right. And uh, to like further that, I was talking to Evan, and he said when he went to that GameStop thing, um, he said he tried out Anthem. Now, this is not about that game, but not about Destiny 2, like something. But he said Anthem. He said, "Now, what's the difference between Destiny Two, or you know, what are you guys going to be like be different with Destiny and Des- uh, and you guys?" And they said, um, "He said, you know, Destiny Two is very much the player's world. Like you go into it, and he said, and we have that, but it's like the little city you go to, the little hub world. That's your world. But as soon as you step out into the wild, that's our world." And he said, "There's going to be different events and stuff that happen that will change." dramatically change environments and stuff so if that's which anthem isn't out yet but if that's true um that will be very cool because and now destiny 2 is doing that a little bit um but if it's like dramatic changes it will be neat and if destiny 2 does that it would be neat um kind of you know like world of warcraft like flooded a city at one point you could no longer go to that city or something yeah and it dramatically changes the world stuff like that is cool and sometimes you need that yeah, I I have always been for like them doing dramatic things, and they just don't seem to want to. I they want to appeal but to the. They took out the tower and just replaced it with another I one. I guess by making a new game, yeah. <coughs> like it's, I don't know. They're they're very non-committal, and I think even if they made a misstep, I want them to commit to it. Like and and yeah. and not like this gun doesn't work sort of thing, but like, Hey, why aren't we still at the farm? Like that would have been cool if we're still to this day at the farm. Like I like that space. Yeah. Um, I, it was, but once you reach a certain part, it, it's over and no you're back at the tower. There. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like a world that feels lived in and feels like it is evolving. And that that's what they're kind of giving and they're giving, yeah. they're communicating more with, you know, what they're doing over time. I just have the gnawing fear in the back of my head. Not even fear, but like realistic expectation that in two years' time, when they announce Destiny 3, they will have forgotten all of this. Yep. Because we have an example showing as much. Like there's precedent for it. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't expect that world that uh that area dreaming city to change much more i guarantee oh no absolutely that. no yeah that's that's done i imagine like from here on out it's gonna be annual pass and events so like we've got the ha- halloween event coming up um and then annual pass probably nothing through november and then annual pass in december is my understanding so like they will divvy out dlc event mini dlc event mini dlc event and and like that's that is enough for me 
to say in the world, probably not play it as hard as I have been playing it, and I'm comfortable with that, whatever. But as long as it is not just making, like, ass-backward changes that (laughs) are informed by nothing. Yeah. Ah, that's... Man. What are they? The high-res of shooters? Oh, gosh. Uh, I thought the high-res of shooters was uh, Realm Royale. Oh, oh. That one, too. You're right. The high-res of shooters that isn't a high-res game? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I guess that's all I have. Like... Uh, I know we generally talk high level about Destiny now because people have heard us talk about it till we're blue in the face. But um, I am, as I often am about it, hopeful um, but realistic about their precedent. Like realistic See. that it could all go very wrong very quickly. Um, but Jordan, uh, right now it's good. Right. Jordan said something, that, and all of this is just <coughs> reminding me of it, is like every time you have a, a hopeful, optimism, optimistic thing to say about Destiny 2... I have something just absolutely awful, awfully pessimistic about it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I mean, of course Spencer's going to do that. Just like, any, it doesn't matter what they do, you're going to bash it. Like, well, <laughs> if they make good decisions, I wouldn't bash it. Gambit, and I'll give him this, Gambit, great. Gambit decision. is great. I love Gambit. Mm-hmm. Breakthrough, I don't know when that came through. Awful decision. Apparently it's really bad. So so you've played oh, some of so it? so bad. Oh, yeah, man. Well, they force you to play it in competitive because nobody would play it otherwise. Yeah. Oh, so not good. There you go. Well, Christian, do you want to thank some people, and then we will hit yeah, the let hay. Me pull this, uh, let me pull this thing up here. All right, thank you to Aaron for our intro song. Uh, thanks to Gamers of Comedy again for retweeting us and liking all of our stuff. And Hobby like randomly likes some of my statuses on statuses. Some Shout of my to Hobby. Shout out to Hobby. Ed, you're slacking. Um, Does Ed have a Twitter? He probably has yeah, one. He does. I've never seen yeah, him. He has one. Oh. I have seen him. Gamers of Comedy retweeted something. Okay, okay. Well, then um, looking at you, or Ed. Something like that. Yeah, looking at you, Ed. Um, the title of this episode: Looking at You, Ed. You, you know. Hey, I need you to look <laughs> me in the podcast eyes right now. You know the title of this episode already. Mendoza. <laughs> 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 Um, thank you to Chit Chat Paddywhack, which is a uh, podcast with Kaylee, Bobby, Spencer, Aaron, and David on there, and they just talk about random things that they made. That I don't know if have you guys slowed down on the anime talk because it seems like more movies now than anime. Um, um, yeah, we've been talking about a lot of movies. I I think we talked about an anime. We recorded one like last weekend. It's gonna go up later this week, but um, I think I talk about an anime for like a second or two. So. Yeah, exactly. They're watching Buffy so, right now, so <laughs> the anime talk Buffy. is slower. It's so and Aaron good. talked about Ozark for a while, so I guess it's just this Ozark show. Ozark is so good. Yeah, it's just this show. We spent 30 minutes making jokes about Mad Dog Mendoza. Um, Mendoza! Anyway. <laughs> or not Mad Dog, Fat Dog. Fat Dog. You talking about uh, Mad Mike? Thank you thank you to my topic. This is Christian's topic. Ozark and South Park. Yes. Um, they rhyme. Thank you to Spencer buying a house. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, man. I hope so. Yeah. Everyone can come over. I it's hope, just a quick yeah, four say, or five hour to, drive. I was gonna say I hope to one day not be in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that will be accomplished very soon. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, thank you to Fat Dog Mendoza. Yes. And that's it. That's all. Oh, thank you to um, Ashlyn and. 
queer. I don't know if queer for queer. My uh, my um, crap. What's the word? Boycott of queer for queer because they talked about Spider Man Two is still still going strong. You'll take them out. I like. I love um, the idea that someone they hear about your boycott and they're like, "What the hell is wrong with this bigot? Why is he like boycotting? What what's your problem, dude? What do you have?" And you're just like, "I just." Like Spider Man too. Hate, <laughs> like he's hate coming at it. Toby Maguire as Spider Man. <laughs> like, very um, good. But check them out and be on the lookout for Eat Rich. Maybe I haven't seen her tweet about it recently. Yeah, they're. That um, mean it's not happening. They're. <laughs> I, I believe it is oh, happening, but the donation. And here it comes. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> we should be on there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We should be like. Radio personalities? We are, we're already there. Might as well. Just write us some lines. I think we could really add some much needed to representation you, to Eat Rich. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. Yes. Two white dudes. Do you need two of us? <laughs> On paper, we're literally the same. Uh, Woo! Woo! Um, and that's it. That's all I got now. Yeah. Um, you should check us out <laughs> where we. Thank you for considering our. <laughs> that's our. That's our demo reel. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's boycotting your podcast, and also please put us in your movie. Uh, yes. We'll both go woo at the same time. Yeah, we will be the stereotypical frat boys that you need in your. Oh gosh. <laughs> fat boys, more like. Um, you more should like fat dogs. Fat dogs Mendoza. You should check out. <laughs> Fat Dog Dog Mendoza on Twitter. I'm sure it definitely has one for sure. There's no way it doesn't. Um, Just like we have one too. It is E, the number four, everyone pod. And you can send us emails at E, the word four, everyone905 at gmail.com. And I need to clarify that's E-F-O-R, not F-O-U-R. I think that's been tripping some people up because the people that own E-F-O-U-R, everyone905 have been like, Spencer, what the heck's going on? Um... Did you just like steal that from Hello from the Magic Tavern? I don't think so. I mean, it they do sounds... talk about how it's chunt with six T's quite often, so. Yes. And then somebody emailed from the email address chunt with six T's, but it's all spelled but out. But the whole, yeah, the whole phrase is written out, so. Yes. <clears throat> so E for everyone, uh, and it's spelled normally, no abundance of T's. Um, and yeah, uh, you can check us out. This will be going up on Thursday. Which is a weird thing to say because it's probably Thursday when you're listening to this. Yeehaw, it's late. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts where you can review us at all those places and you know leave stuff. So, um, yeah, I haven't checked for reviews in a minute, to be quite honest. So, we'll have to look for that and then see what Love is us, there. Hate us. We'll read them all. That's true. That is our standing promise that we will read whatever. Did you, did you hear that? Did you hear that, Ashlyn? We'll read whatever. Whatever. Some some weird narrow casting going on here. Some niche. This is a bespoke podcast. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, I'm I'm out of things to say. Uh, Christian, how about you? Uh, fat dog. Man, that was it. Yeah, there we go. All right, we're done. Well, I got that joke is never going to get old. I don't think. I don't well, think anybody is tired of it. No, nope, it point. definitely didn't get old at any point in this episode. No. Well. Alright, so if you haven't gone this long without looking up the intro music for it, now you need to go look up the intro music and fall in love like we did. Please do. It'll move you. (laughs) Okay. Alright. Goodbye, Christian. Bye! Oh, wait! 
<gasps> did you already pause yours? No. We forgot something. What did we forget? You forgot something. <gasps> oh no! It's been so long. Hey, Christian. Matt is fat. I'm fat as Matt. And yeah. Sean... Something. Fat dog, Sean Doza. Sean Doza! Yep, there we go. All right. We did it. We did it. Woo! That was, that was a close one. Thank you. Bye! Bye.